0: Well, today, pumped up about this message. I've titled it, Let the Whole World Know, Let the World Know. I could have put the entire world know, let everybody know that you love Jesus. And today is our water baptism, outdoor in the front, and there's a cookout, absolutely free, hamburgers and hot dogs as we watch people get baptized, go meet some folks, fellowship, hang out, get something to eat, meet some new friends, talk to some old friends, And many people are going to let the world know today that they love Jesus and belong to him. You know, in life, there are a lot of things that we are not ashamed of, and we just let the whole world know. When people get engaged, you know, they let the whole world know, I'm engaged, I'm taken. I got a man. I got a woman. Somebody wants me. You know, we let the whole world know. Matter of fact, on Facebook, have you ever noticed people change their Facebook status from single to engaged? I'm taken. We let the whole world know. When people get married, they let the whole world know, I am getting, I just got married. Listen, listen, ladies, if you meet a man and he does not want to let anybody else know that you're getting married, you got the wrong brother. Come on, listen to your pastor today, huh? Yeah, you got the wrong one now. I mean, we let the whole world know we have a party, we have a reception, a big ceremony. people spend money and dresses and tucks or sh- outfits, and I mean we let the world know we are getting married. We, we got married, we, we want everybody to know. when people have a baby, they let the world know, they send family pictures and post pictures online. They want everybody to know. we just had a brand new baby. We let the world know. I, I love sports I'm a sports fan and Oklahoma City Thunder, I love our thunder. I come on, next year is our year. Come on, somebody, it's yes, our year next year. Yeah, it's our year. I love, love the thunder, man. I scream for our team. I got thunder t-shirts that I wear. I'm proud. I am not ashamed of the Oklahoma City Thunder. I love my thunder. I, I love I love football too. And I love, come on, I got America's team right here. Come on, somebody. Come on. Uh, anybody feel Jesus right there? Anybody feel some Holy Ghost? Anything? <laughs> I love the Dallas Cowboys. I know we've been eight and eight for 42 years. I'm, I'm okay. It's okay. I still got hope. I'm a Cowboy. Come on. Romo! I'm a believer! I, I didn't have to borrow this jersey. This is my jersey. I wear this jersey. I, am, I know we've been eight and eight in the last four years, but come on, I still remember... Emmett Smith and Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin and Jade Novacek, we coming back! We coming back! That's what I'm talking about. It's my team. Proud of my team. Even though we haven't been to playoffs in forever, but I'm proud. And friends, when we become a follower of Christ, this is something we should not be ashamed of. We should let the whole world know that we love and we live. For Jesus. And God has given us specific instructions on how to go public, on how to let the world know that we follow him. And the word of God teaches us that we should be water baptized. We should let the whole world know that's our jersey. That's our sign. That's the ring when people get married. That's the ring on the finger. That's water baptism. We belong to Jesus. And I want to, us to study today a story in the Bible of a man who wasn't ashamed of Jesus, who wasn't ashamed to let everybody know he was following Jesus and he was water baptized. If you have your Bible, we're going to be looking today and dissecting Acts chapter 8. I'm going to pick up reading in verse 28 and we'll be diving into this text uh, throughout the message today. And the scripture says, "Was returning this Ethi." Opey and Eunuch was returning and sitting in his chariot. He was reading Isaiah the prophet. Then the Spirit said to Philip, Go near and overtake this chariot. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, Do you understand? Come on, both locations, everybody joining us online, everybody say, Do you understand? Yes. Come on, say that with me one more time. Do you understand? I want you to catch it that's important for where we're going today do you understand what you are reading and he said how can i unless someone guides me or teaches me and he asked philip to come up and sit with him the place in the scripture which he read was this he was led as a sheep to the slaughter and as a lamb before its shear is silent so he opened not his mouth in his humiliation his justice was taken away and and who will declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. So the eunuch a- answered Philip and said, I ask you, of whom does the prophet say this? Of himself or of some other man? Now notice this. Then Philip opened his mouth and beginning at this scripture, preached Jesus to him. He, he's in the chair. He's preached Jesus. He preached about How to be saved, how to have your sins forgiven. We're all born as sinners, and we need a Savior. And he preached the gospel to this man. And verse 36 says this, now as they went down the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, see, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? What obstacles are in the way of me being baptized? Obviously, when when Philip was preaching to him about Jesus, he talked to him about, baptism he he mentioned baptism he he said listen this is part of the gospel that when you're saved then you're baptized in water and the man says what hinders me what obstacles are in the way of me being baptized and today I want to share with you and teach you about three obstacles that keep people from being baptized three areas that hinder people from being baptized number one is this People don't understand baptism. They don't understand baptism. They have misconceptions or or wrong ideas about baptism. They have unbiblical views about baptism. And notice back in Acts chapter 8, it says in the next verse, after the man asked the question, what hinders me from being baptized? What obstacles are in the way of me being baptized? And Philip responded in Acts 8.37, if you believe with all your heart you may you may be baptized he said, you may be baptized and he answered and said i believe the eunuch said i believe that jesus christ is the son of god notice this you believe and then you are baptized we don't get baptized to be saved but we do get baptized because we are saved But I think it's very important for us all to understand, to understand water baptism isn't about salvation, it's about identification. It's about I belong to Jesus, I'm wearing his jersey, I'm on his team, he's my Lord, he's my Savior, I'm living for him. The scripture says it like this in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 8, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. We're saved by the grace of God through faith in Christ not notice it doesn't say we're saved through water baptism or or through communion or through giving or through church attendance or through good works. No, through faith. And this not from yourselves. You can't earn salvation. It's by grace through faith. It is the gift of God. First you believe, and then you're baptized. You say, Well, Pastor, I was dedicated as a child. I was I was baptized as a child. I was confirmed as a child, or Perhaps in your upbringing, there was another type of ceremony that happened when you were a child, and yet the Bible teaches that we believe in Jesus first, and then we're baptized. I don't mean to diminish the significance of child dedications or some ceremony for for children, because we actually dedicate children here at People's Church, But, but dedications don't Save a child. They don't. They, they don't wash away a child's sin when they're dedicated or sprinkled or some other type of of ceremony. We have to place our faith in Jesus Christ, and then we are saved. As a matter of fact, I would say this to to parents: dedications, child dedications, baby dedications are primarily for the parent. The babies don't remember that when they're one or two or. Two months or three months that they don't remember that moment in their life maybe you have pictures you can show them but parents are committing themselves to raise their kids in a God-fearing home to follow the Lord Jesus Christ and obviously God answers the prayers of of the saints and of people who pray for that child but the child does not remember that matter of fact my four kids were dedicated as babies Lynn Wheeler, he dedicated all four of our kids to the Lord at People's Church in the movie theater and and here at the the first building that we had. He he dedicated our children to the Lord. But all of my kids have to come to a place in their life where they make a decision to follow Jesus. And all of my kids have professed faith in Jesus Christ. Two of them have already been baptized in water. Now, my youngest, he wants to get baptized in water. He's five years old. It was a month or so ago we were having a conversation because he knew baptism was coming up, and he knows his older brothers were baptized, and my youngest son said, Dad, I want to get baptized. I was sitting on his bed at night, as I normally do, and leading him in prayer before bedtime, and we were having a little conversation. Dad, I want to get baptized. I said, son, why do you want to get baptized? He said, I want to go under the water. (laughs) Oh, you want to go under the water? I said, why do you want to go under the water? We want to get wet. We get baptized. We get wet out of the water. Come out of the water. like, no, you're not ready to get baptized, son. <laughs> I think you got the Jesus thing down, and you got your faith in him, and you understand what sin is. I think you got that, but you don't understand baptism. And I'm not going to let you get baptized for my sake, because baptism is not for me. It is your relationship with Jesus Christ. It's your moment to go public. It's your moment to say, I'm on Jesus' team. It's your spiritual moment. You believe, and then you get baptized for all the right reasons, not for daddy and mama, but because of your faith. You see, I was baptized as a little kid, and I, Grateful for my grandmother who invested in us spiritually. She prayed me into the kingdom, no doubt about it. But I got baptized as a little kid for grandma's sake, you know, because other kids were getting baptized. And and I got baptized because mama and daddy, and I got baptized for all the wrong reasons. So at 17, when I committed my life to Jesus Christ in that football locker room, the very next Sunday, I went to church on Mekasuki Street, and I was water baptized. I got rebaptized in water because it was at that moment my faith was personal. I knew what I was doing. I wasn't trying to impress daddy or mama or friends or grandma. I wanted to honor the Lord Jesus Christ with my life. I was saying I'm on Jesus' team. I love him, and I'm living for him, and I'm letting everybody know. That was my moment. I went under that water, and I was baptized that day. Because I love Jesus, and first you believe, and then you are baptized. Some would say, well, pastor, I was sprinkled. I was perhaps even an adult or a teenager. I gave my life to Jesus. I was a Christian, and I was sprinkled. Is, well, what's the difference, pastor? I mean, is it sprinkling okay? And I would just teach you from the Word of God. The, the word baptized in the Greek literally means immerse to be immersed to go underneath the water the scriptures clearly teach that when someone is baptized in water they should be immersed and i think about the scripture and i'm going to read it to you in a moment but 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 immersion is a clear symbol of the death and burial and the resurrection of our lord and savior jesus christ immersion is also a clear picture of our new life in christ you see when we go underneath the water, it's showing that our sins have been washed away. The old man, the old woman has been washed away. And coming out of this wa- out of the water is saying, I'm living a new life in Jesus Christ. It is, it is a symbol of showing how we have new life in Jesus Christ. And the scripture says in Romans 6 and verse 3, or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death. We were buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead, raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. And you see, baptism is a, it symbolizes a watery grave. The old person is washed away. We were, we were buried with Christ through his death when we are baptized, and the old person is washed away. They're new, and they come out of the water as a new person. And that's what water baptism is all about, is showing that our old person has been washed away, and now we're a new person through the Lord Jesus Christ. And actually, Jesus himself modeled this for us. He was the role model for water baptism and Matthew chapter 3 and verse 16 says, as soon as Jesus was baptized, he was immersed. He went underneath the water. Scripture says, he went up out. Went up out. Everybody say up out. Come on, say it again. Up out. Yeah, yeah, that means he went, Pastor, what do you mean? He was underneath the water and he went up out of water. The water. Jesus was immersed. He was dunked under the water. And today, many of you are going to be baptized and we're going to immerse you under the water just like Jesus. Today, my goal is to remove the obstacles out of your way. And we just remove the obstacle of not understanding. We believe we place our faith in jesus then we're water baptized and we're immersed under the water not for daddy for mama for grandma for grandpa for friends we do it because we love jesus we want to live for him and we want the whole world to know number two is this there's a second obstacle that i want us to see from this portion of scripture in acts and that is this people let their pride stop them from getting baptized their pride notice in acts chapter 8 and verse 27 it says so he arose and went." And be, behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority. I want you to notice this was a powerful leader. He was influential. He, was, he had great authority. He was under Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians. He, he worked underneath, right underneath Candace, the queen of Ethiopia. I mean, he, he was a powerful man. Scripture gives us his job title, who had charge of all the treasury. He ran the money. He was powerful. He was influential. No doubt other Ethiopians knew who he was. He was a powerful man and had come to Jerusalem to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariot. He was reading Isaiah the prophet. And, of course, the scripture goes on to say that he was immediately water baptized. This high official, this important man uh, over the Ethiopian government, he, was ba- he stopped the chariot. And there were other people in the chariot. There were people driving the chariot. And yet he, he, he didn't care what people thought. To baptize me in water. Doesn't matter about my position. Doesn't matter about my power. Doesn't matter what people think about me. Stop the chariot. Water, baptize me. And it's interesting. In Acts 8 and verse 36, it says this about the Ethiopian. It says, now as they went down the road, they came to some water. That jumped out at me as I was studying. They came to some water. In other words, this... This may not have been the cleanest water he got baptized in. It was some water. Might have been some nasty water. Might have some snakes in it. But just baptize me in this body of water. We just, we start, we're going down the road in our chariot and here's some water. Man, I've heard the gospel. I believe. Baptize me, baptize me in some water. You know what's interesting to me as well is not only to get baptized in some water, and some of you are thinking, Pastor, I'm going to get baptized today, and praise God, I'm excited for you, and we got some clean water for you. Amen. Amen. Come on, we got some tablets we put in that bad boy. Come on, it's like chlorine. We keep it clean for you all day long. Amen. But I want you to notice that the Bible doesn't even say that this man changed clothes. This high official got out the chariot in his good clothes and got baptized in water. I'm telling you, this guy did not allow pride to stop him from being baptized. And and when it comes to water baptism, so many people, they allow pride to creep in, and they start basing their decision on how they feel versus what God commands. And we start making excuses like, well, what will people think about me? Pride. What will my friends think? Well, I got co-workers that attend this church. My, my boss attend this, attends this church. My, my employees attend this church. I mean, I don't, what would they think? Pastor, if I get baptized, what will my spouse think? They will fall out. That's what, that's what they'll think. What? Really? You will? Teenagers may think, what? My friends may clown me, make fun of me. It doesn't matter what your friends think. Honor Jesus. What, but what will my parents think? If I get baptized, I'm a teen. What will my parents think? I'll tell you what your parents will think. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. But we allow pride to get in the way. People start thinking, well, I'll mess up my hair. I just spent $80 on Friday. Don't let pride stop you. Get baptized in water. Pastor, what about my makeup? You don't understand. It takes a sister four to five minutes to get ready in the morning. You over here trying to mess my makeup up. Pride, get baptized. I didn't shave my legs. I'm a man. I'm just saying it's pride. Here's one of my favorite. I'll get ashy. So did this Ethiopian. Come on, come on. We 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 got lotion. We're about to say fight the ash. Come on, fight the ash. We got some lotion going to the bathroom today. We got we got lotion in there for you to fight the ash. One of my favorite excuses, is, Pastor, I can't swim. <laughs> I'm not getting baptized. I can't swim. The water's four foot deep. Come on, people. It's four feet deep. It's four feet deep. And if you do drown, you're going to heaven. Come on, somebody. That's good preaching. Preach, Pastor. Preach the truth. Go ahead and die with your bad self. (laughs) Glory, you get to see Jesus today. (laughs) We're not going to let you drown, but if you do, there's good news. (laughs) Don't use that as an excuse. The water's not that deep. Pastor, I would, but I don't have any clothes to change into. Neither neither did the Ethiopian. Stop the chariot in his good clothes as a high-ranking official. And he got baptized in water. And yet, I'm not asking you to do that today. You should, if that was what was needed. But the good news is, we've got shorts here for you. We got a t shirt here for you. We got a towel here for you. We got everything you need. We even got flip flops so you can fight off fungus. Amen. (laughs) We got it all. We got, we're ready for you. I'm saying get baptized in water. We got it. The towels, the t-shirts, the shorts, the flip flops. We got everything you need. Don't let the obstacle of pride stop you from being water baptized. Being water baptized. There's a third thing I want you to see, a third obstacle, and that is this. People think baptism isn't that big of a deal. That's what people think. People, some, some, some people think, you know what? I mean, it's just not that big of a deal, Pastor. And I go, wow, you really need to look at the Word of God because baptism is a really, really big deal. Notice this in Matthew chapter 3 and verse 13. Let's look at our, our, our hero, Jesus. It says, then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan. To be baptized by John, this is such a big deal. Our Lord and Savior, the Messiah, the King of kings and the Lord of one, Lord Lord, Lord of all, the, 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 the righteous one, the lily of the valley, the one without sin was baptized by John. Verse 14 says, but John tried to deter him. Can I tell you that people may try to deter you? Maybe a friend, a family member. I think for most of us who will try to deter us is our spiritual enemy by whispering in our ears. "I oh, don't need to get baptized, that's oh, not that big of a deal, all your friends are here, you got your girlfriend with you, go get you a hamburger, you're trying to look good today, don't get baptized today, not today. Perhaps you'll try to deter yourself, and you'll make every excuse in the book why you're not going to honor Jesus. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? In other words, Jesus, you're the son of God. I don't need to baptize you. I'm the sinner. I'm the one who's messed up. You never have. Why would I baptize you? And Jesus at that moment could have been full of pride. Because that's right. I am the son of God. (laughs) That's right. You're John. Let me baptize you, but Jesus didn't, he didn't let pride get in the way. He didn't make any excuses. The Bible says in verse 15, Jesus replied, let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness, or simply what Jesus is saying, to do all that God requires. I want to do all that God requires. Then John consented in verse 16, as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water at that moment Heaven was open. You've heard me teach this before if you've been here for some time at people's church There is spiritual significance to being baptized in water I believe many of you just like Jesus when you come out of that water It's going to be a spiritual moment at that very moment. Heaven was open. Come on. You don't want to live under a closed Heaven when Jesus was baptized The Son of God was baptized heaven was open and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and a lightning or lamp on him. There was spiritual significance. I believe when you come out of that water, there's an encounter with God. The Holy Spirit will follow you in a fresh and new way. There's an open heaven. All I'm telling you is baptism is a really big deal. Verse 17, and a voice from heaven said, this is my son whom I love with him because he was baptized. I am well pleased. Today I'm not advocating that you're going to hear A live voice from heaven, an audible voice. But can I tell you, as you get water baptized, your heavenly father looks down from heaven today. As you go into that water and you come out of that water, he looks at you and says, my son, with you I'm well pleased. My daughter, with you I am well pleased. Water baptism is a really big deal in so many ways. Water baptism is such a big deal. Listen, people's church, don't wait another day. Don't delay another day. Get baptized today. Let's go back to the text in Acts chapter 8. I want you to see the importance of being baptized. Don't wait another day. Verse number 36 says, now as they went down the road, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, see, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? I love this. Then Philip said, if you believe with all your heart, you may, you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. Notice verse 38. So he commanded the chariot to stand still. He said, stop the chariot. I'm getting baptized. I just heard the gospel. I'm riding in this chariot. I heard the gospel. I heard the importance of giving my life to Jesus. And after I give my life to Jesus, I should be water baptized. I should be identified with him. I should put on his jersey. I should let the world know I belong to Jesus. Stop the chariot. Can I tell you what we're doing today? We're stopping the chariot. You're busy. You got a busy life. Stop the chariot and get water baptized. Today when I close out, the service in a few moments. I'm going to ask many of you that are getting water baptized to go out in the lobby. And one of our pastors will be there to meet you. Take you to the room out in the lobby to get your clothes, your towel, all that you need to be water. We're stopping the chariot today. And the Bible says, so he commanded the chariot to stand still. And both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water and and he baptized him. Just immediately, he baptized him. Now when they came up out of the water immersion they came up out of the water the spirit of the Lord caught Philip away so that the eunuch saw him no more and notice this I love this and he went on his way rejoicing after the eunuch was baptized in water the scripture says he went on his way rejoicing and I believe with all of my heart as you get water baptized to honor the Lord Jesus Christ you come out of that water you leave rejoicing because you've obeyed your heavenly father you leave rejoicing and the eunuch went on his way rejoicing you see in biblical days when they gave their life to christ they were baptized immediately matter of fact in the book of acts on 27 different occasions it talks about how people believed and then were baptized they believed and then they were baptized they didn't wait They stop the chariot, and they let the whole world know. Today, we're stopping the chariot so you can honor Jesus Christ with your life. But before I do, I want to address the question that the eunuch asked. And the question he asked was this. He says, what hinders me from being baptized? And Philip said, you must believe in Jesus with all of your heart. The only thing that can hinder you from being baptized today is you haven't given your life to Jesus Christ. And today is your day to surrender your life to Jesus, to give him your heart, to say yes to him. He died on the cross for your sins and mine, and he rose again with all power in his hands to forgive you, to wash away your sins, to cleanse you. That you could have new life, spend eternity in his presence, that you could live for him, walk with him, honor him. And today, after you give your life to Jesus Christ, there's nothing that stands in your way from today being water baptized.